What's going on, my friends? Welcome back to the Mind Muscle Experience. My name is Tyler Egan, and I will be your host. In today's world, we're taught that the human body is inherently flawed, but many of us don't actually believe this. It is my goal with this show to give you the information to help you with your nutrition and fitness, to help you see what the human body is truly capable of, and to help you win the war within, giving you the ultimate mind muscle experience. Push myself to my limits, I'm in it to win it. Forget the beginning, it's now that you're living. Tell me that intro isn't fire. Fire, baby. Love it. I, I mean, I personally love it anyway, but I am 100% biased towards myself. That's just the truth. All right, guys, today we're going to dive right back in to where we left off last episode. If you haven't checked that out, go listen to that because we're covering the fundamentals, the basic information surrounding nutrition. And in that episode, we talked about energy balance. Um, we talked about other things that go into the calories we consume, how we, how our body utilizes energy, like the thermic effect of food, um, eating quality food, phys- the, the effect that physical activity actually has on our energy and like how much it actually accounts for the energy we burn throughout the day. So just to, to recap a little bit, there are, are four really factors into the, the energy we consume or calories, calories, our energy. Um, we have our resting metabolic rate, which is basically a, a good chunk of the energy our body consumes and, and utilizes throughout the day. This basically just accounts for bodily functions that we don't even that happen subconsciously. We don't even think twice about it. Um, you know, our digestion, uh, blood flowing, um, neurons firing, all these things that happen throughout our body require energy. And our body does it subconsciously. We don't even think about it. It just happens. Breathing. Do you think about breathing or do you just do it? Right? Okay, so that's about 70% of our, our total calorie intake, give or take. You know what I mean? It's, these are just ballparks. Then we have the, the thermic effect of food. And this is why quality food really matters because if you're eating nutritionally dense food, it requires more energy for your body to be able to process it because if you take something like red lentils for example they're loaded with protein they are loaded with fiber a bunch of um what do you call it vitamins and minerals phyto phytonutrients all these things so our body needs to break them down and process them and it requires more energy for our body to be able to do that so if you're eating quality food you're going to burn a little bit more calories than you would if you're eating donuts all the time uh, with that being said, protein also has the highest thermic effect of all three of the macronutrients. So we have the thermic effect of food. We have a resting metabolic rate, which is just our base level. And then we have the um, energy we expend during physical activity, which accounts for only about 20% of the energy we expend. So realistically, adding an extra hour of cardio isn't going to make a difference. You know what's going to make a difference? Eating quality food. And then number four, the last major factor when it comes to calories in versus calories out or the energy balance is our NEAT, our non-exercise activity thermogenesis, which is basically the calories we burn from movement outside of exercise. So if you go to the grocery store, if you park a little bit further away and then walk your ass into the store, you're going to burn more calories. If you do that five, six, seven, eight, nine times a week, you're going to burn more calories. Instead of sitting down 
all the time at work or sitting down all the time while you're at home watching Netflix, stand for a little bit. Um, you know, while you're sitting, like I'm playing with my fingers, cracking my knuckles. I fidget sometimes. Like you're burning calories when you do that. That adds up. And 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 your non-exercise activity thermogenesis or your NEAT um, can range towards towards the higher limit of 2,000 calories. So you can burn, and, and this is just the higher threshold of it. I'm not saying that if you do all these little things that it's actually going to happen, but you it's possible that you could burn up to up to 2,000 extra calories from increasing your knee alone. Pair, pair, pair that, what are you saying, Tyler? Pair that with quality nutrition and then your typical training, you have a beautiful recipe for fat loss if that's your goal. If it's not your goal, then then don't do that stuff as much. I don't know. Eat more food, train hard, and, and don't stand as often, I guess. I would still stay stand. That's what I would say. But anyway, so that's a little recap of the last episode. And like, it, guys, the this is why the understanding the basics of nutrition, the fundamentals, it really is important because what I just said right there – Increasing your needs, so getting more exercise or more activity in that is outside of your training, eating quality food can help you burn more fat, lose more fat so that you can achieve your goals. If you're in a plateau, if you if you hit a plateau with your fat loss goals, this is a perfect way, and maybe I should use that a bit more loosely, but um, this is a perfect way to bust through that plateau. Okay, so that's the recap. Now let's get into it. We're going to talk about the macronutrients because it's not just proteins, carbs, and fats. There's there's so much more than that. They, they play a, a, a different role. And then we're going to discuss how you can calculate where your macronutrients should be. I'll give you some starting points, some, I guess, basic guidelines to get, your, get you started if that's what you're looking for. But water intake is important. So I'm going to take a sip of water. Oh man, I'm actually a little dehydrated because I could have chugged that glass, but that would have been like 15 seconds of radio silence and you guys deserve better. Okay, so let's start with um, the one that's the that's hyped up the most and that's protein. Um, so protein is a molecule that is made up of a strand of amino acids uh, and, and I'm putting that very simply, but uh, amino acids are basically the building blocks of life. And there are 20, I'm 97% sure, this will all be in the blog post with actual facts. So if I if I might slip up and screw something up here, I apologize in advance. Um, go based off what the blog posts say, not what I'm saying if there is something that differentiates. But I'm pretty sure I have this right. There's 20 uh, amino acids that make up protein. There are 11 non-essential, meaning our body can produce them on their own. Things like L-tyrosine that we discussed in the pre-workout episode. And then we have the essential amino acids, meaning our body cannot produce them. So we need to get them from dietary sources. Uh, I, I don't know if I just said it. There's nine of those. So there you go. 11 non-essential, nine essential, meaning we need them from our diet. Uh, protein is also responsible for, for the coding of our genes. So it has it plays a role in DNA. I'm not going to go that far down the rabbit hole with that. I just wanted to throw it in there. So it's important for a lot of things. It is also the basis of living tissue. So it plays a huge role in the in a lot of biological processes, mainly the building and repairing of body tissue and structure. And that's that's where protein has gotten a lot of hype in the health and fitness space because 
Well, we go into the gym, we train hard, we put a lot of stress on our body, then we come home, we rest, hopefully you're doing mobility, hopefully you're drinking water, um, hopefully you're eating your vegetables, you're getting quality nutrition in, and then that allows your body to repair itself by consuming those amino acids and rebuilding that muscle, hopefully bigger and stronger um, so that you can make all your gains. Okay, so when it comes to protein, um, it's about four grams per calorie. And a good starting point if you're trying to figure out how much protein you should take in throughout your day is take your body weight and multiply that by 0.8 and then start with that. Now, that's a bit of the lower end. If you want to be a bit more, um, what's the word I'm looking for here, safe, I would say just take your body weight and multiply it by one or just take your body weight and convert it into grams. So I'll use myself as an example. Um, everybody's weight fluctuates, but of, co- of course mine does. Uh, I weigh about 155 pounds more recently. So if I wanted... If I was getting started and I didn't know where to, where to begin, I would take 155 times 0.8, and I believe that comes out to 123 or 4. I think 124. So 124, 124 grams of protein, and then I can take my body weight and convert that into grams, so 155. So now I have a range. I have 124 grams to 155. Now you don't have to be bogged down to one specific number. And that's why I kind of like ranges. Like even when I program, I put rep ranges in there because it's like people are like, oh, no, I didn't get 10 reps. It's like it's not the end of the world. So, you, you know, you do a range and you can, it's almost like playing a mental game with yourself. So 124 grams to 155 grams is about where I need to be for protein intake if I want to put on some muscle. Um, now... You may that may need to change a little bit. You may need to do adjust. If again, if you want to play it safe, go with the higher end. Go with the your body weight times. Well, take your body weight and convert that into grams. If you don't and you like, let's say, sweet potatoes better than you know eating a bunch of protein all the time, then start with the lower end and work your way up. There's no right or wrong answer. Nutrition is very individually based, and protein while important for many bodily functions, isn't the end of the world. So you can do whatever feels right. I would suggest, personally, just starting with your body weight uh, and convert that into grams and start there. So for me, that'd be 155 grams. Next, we have carbohydrates. Ah, yes, carbohydrates. Everybody demonizes these things like they're going to kill you, and they're not because there's a difference between table sugar and an apple between white bread and quinoa between doritos and sweet potatoes there's a difference there's a drastic difference remember how i was talking about the thermic effect of food well if you take a sweet potato and you take doritos they they're processed in your body a lot differently you take doritos there's nothing of any kind of nutritional value in there so your body processes like that because it doesn't need to do anything it's just well, it's shit that you're eating. Um, and I will preface this. I'm a fan of sweet chili Doritos. And they're vegan. I'm pretty sure. But you take a sweet potato and there's beta carotene in there. There's all kinds of stuff. There's loaded with fiber. And it, it your body, it, it requires more energy to be able to process this because of the nutrients and the fiber that's in the sweet potato. 
So there is a difference. Carbohydrates are are not the demon that everybody's made them out to be. But they're basically compounds made up of carbon, hydrogen, and oxygen. Uh, simply put, a lot of people just kind of consider them sugar because what happens is we consume carbohydrates and then in the body it converts into glucose um, where then we use that for energy. It's our body's preferred source of energy. But I want to make sure I emphasize this. It doesn't mean it's the only source of energy. Our body will use all three macronutrients for energy. Um, fun fact, there's a process called gluconeogenesis where if you, and this wasn't even in my notes, but like this is how much I love the human body. So if, let's say your body isn't getting any, um, what's it called, energy from fat and carbs. Let's say you're depleting it of that, right? Uh, so what happens is your body will take muscle from your skeleton, strip it down to its amino acids, take three specific ones. I forget which ones exactly. And and it might not even be three. I think it's three though. Convert those into glucose to then fuel you so that you don't die. That's why when you see people who are anorexic, they're just skin and bones because their body has converted all of the muscle that they had left on their skeleton, maybe not all of it, but the bulk of it into glucose so that they could fuel their 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 movement or their everyday life. So it's a pretty cool thing. I just wanted to throw it in there. And I like using the word gluconeogenesis because it makes me sound smart. Okay, so back to carbohydrates. Uh, like I said, simply put, they're, they're sugars because when we put them, when we consume them, they, they convert into glucose in the body. Glucose is sugar. And then there's three classifications that most people go off of. We have your, cl- your complex carbohydrates, which are, oh, excuse me which are things like sweet potatoes, quinoa, brown rice, things to that effect. And you have your simple carbs, which are like, you know, table sugar, um, Doritos, white bread, things like that. They're, they're, they're carbohydrates with really no nutritional value. And then we have fiber, which is uh, a plant. If I'm, I don't have a definition, but I'm winging this one. I believe it's like a, some kind of plant substance or compound that our bodies cannot digest and it helps regulate our poop. True story, if you've never looked up or looked into or heard about the Bristol stool chart, you need to because our body rids itself of waste and it's supposed to happen in a very, I don't want to say specific way because that is the wrong word because there's like, yeah, you know, I'm just going to use it in a very specific way. Uh, it Things are supposed to happen like your piss, your pee should not be dark reddish yellow. And your poop shouldn't come out like liquid. It should be it should be thick, nice log. And I don't know how I got here, <laughs> but seriously, look up the Bristol stool chart. That shit is is important. Um, carbohydrates are they they provide us with energy, and like I said, it's our body's preferred source of energy. Again, it will use fat and protein for energy as well, but it's our body's preferred source. It it provides energy for movement and um and for thinking our brain thrives off glucose um it also helps regulate digestion i.e fiber and is important for the utilization of fat and protein so so carbs have their place carbohydrates have their place in your meal plan 100 carbs are like protein they're four grams per calorie and you know i i think most organizations, 
trainers maybe, dietitians, whatever would say like, I don't know, I don't want to speak for them, like 40 to 80% of your total calorie intake should come from uh, carbohydrates. I, I'm i like more in like the, I think it should be like 30 to 60 range. And, and the reason I say that is because I used to be a big advocate for higher carb diets, but trying to bulk and eating that much fiber is fucking hard. It's hard. Um, it, it's a lot on your body. So what I started to do this, currently what I'm doing uh, with my bulk is I, I'm eating like 40% from fat, 40% from carbs, and about 20% from protein. And it's been so much easier to get like 4,000 calories in. It's been so much easier. Um, that's just my opinion. And like I said, we use all three macronutrients for energy. They, they, they're they important. And, and we'll discuss fat in a minute here. And you can see why that's so important. But the, nutrition is very individually based. I just kind of gave you mine as for, for some perspective. But everybody's different. You know, what works for me may not work for you. And it's important to to try and see what works best for you. I mean, that's why I don't completely dismiss what people in the keto and low carb community say because you know, what's the old saying? Like, you know, there's two sides of the equation and most of the time the truth is somewhere in the middle. You have vegans advocating for high carb like 80% carbohydrate, 10 10% fat, 10% protein. And then you got keto people, I think it's like basically the opposite, 80% um fat like 15% protein and like 5% carbs the truth of what we all should be doing is probably somewhere in the middle because our body can use all three and they all three macronutrients have their place in any one meal plan so then next up last but certainly not least my favorite lipids or fats um the reason i say they're my favorite is because i love peanut butter i love it i love peanut butter so much if you love peanut butter let me know i actually like almond butter better but it's pricey um and peanut butter is just almost as good actually cashew butter is really fucking good wait side note side fucking note if you shop at trader joe's it's been a minute since i've been there um but they used to have this mixed nut butter it's like probably like 10 bucks these days for this little jar but man is it worth it if you have a little bit of extra dough buy it it's like it's made up with cashew almond peanut butter walnuts and i think hazelnut so fucking good i'm getting the chills thinking about that right now anyway okay so let's talk about fats fats are the most concentrated source of energy coming in at about nine grams per calorie um, and they're important for a lot of things for hormone production and things like that if you listen to the vitamin d episode where i broke down the importance of vitamin d uh, vitamin d is a fat soluble vitamin meaning it needs fat so that we can we can process it we our body can can um utilize it for what it is so we need fat in our diet it completely eliminating fat will screw you long term. And I'm not saying it scare you. I mean that quite literally. We need dietary fat. Um, it is, like I said, a precursor to a lot of hormones. So 
uh, hormones are organic substances that that they process things throughout our body that we need every single day. Um, testosterone being one of them, right? Uh, testosterone is important for building muscle. It's an anabolic hormone. We need fat. Don't be scared of dietary fat. It is not going to kill you. Some sources are not good for you. So if you go to McDonald's and get a double bacon cheeseburger, that kind of dietary fat is probably not good because they probably made that shitty patty in some hydrogenated oil and then threw some fake-ass cheese on top of it. And it's it's just probably not good at all for you. I don't want to know what it's doing to you, actually. So if you're eating a double bacon cheeseburger right now, put that shit down. Um dietary fat or fat overall is actually really important for it it's important because it surrounds and protects our organs things like our kidneys our heart and our liver so it's important for those things it also insulates the body and and increases satiety 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 i think i said that right it keeps you satiated longer that's what they say anyway they say the same shit about protein. What's the truth? I don't. Again, probably somewhere in the middle. I personally believe high fiber foods keep me fuller longer, but that's just me. I could eat my big bowl of oats in the morning, and I and I've done this plenty of times, and not eat the rest of the day because I just don't feel hungry. Loaded with fiber, but then again, there's protein and fat in there too. I don't know. That's just me. Anyway, so now that we understand a little bit more about the three basic. Uh, macronutrients oh sorry getting a little bit ahead of myself here Uh, like i said fat is nine grams per calorie and again i'm giving you what what like i guess conventional wisdom would tell you to start with your macronutrients and then i'm going to give you what i think and then again it's probably somewhere in the middle And and then i'll give you where you should where you could a good starting point right so when it comes to protein, probably just starting one gram per pound of body weight is a good starting point. When it comes to carbohydrates, anywhere from 30 to 60% of your dietary intake should come from that. I mean, realistically, 40, 45, 50% of your total calories is probably a good starting point for most people. And then when it comes to dietary fat, just take those other two. You have your protein, you have your carbs, figure out how many calories are left, divide that by nine, and then there's your dietary fat intake. Um, but now I have a couple examples for you. So again, this will all be on a blog post on my website and the link will be in the show notes if you would like to visually see the math that I did. So I took my own body weight and I took the multiplier that I gave in the last episode. So 15 for a moderately active person. So, you know, let's say you train four times a week, maybe go for a walk here or there. So 155 times 15 comes out to 2,325 calories. Because I'm trying to bulk, I added 250 on top of that. So it's about 2,575. So I took that and I rounded the 155 up to 160. So 160 grams of protein. That comes out to about 24% of my total uh, dietary intake so 24 percent of my total calories are coming from protein how i figured that out was uh i took 2575 and or i'm sorry let me back step here i took the 160 and times that by four because remember what i said uh, 
four grams or protein is four grams per calorie. So you multiply that by four and that comes out to 640. And then you divide that into 2575 to figure out the percentage. So that came out to about 24%. Then I took carbs and I was like, okay, I'll just do about 50% of my dietary intake coming from carbs. So I take 2575 divided by two. And then that comes out to, where is it? 1,287. You then take that number and divide it by four because like protein, carbohydrates are four grams per calorie. You just take the 1,287 divided by four and it comes out to about 320 calories. So I'm, or 320 grams of carbs. So there's my carbs. So that's about 50%. And then what's left? 26% of my dietary intake coming from fat. And that was about 74 grams of fat. Um, you could, you know, I, I would say give yourself like five grams of buffer in between so that you don't think you have to get 160 grams of protein. No ifs, ands, or buts. If I get 158, I'm going to die. If I get 162, I'm going to get fat as fuck. Make it easy for yourself. Make it simple. Do what you need to do. Give yourself some buffer. If you have, if you get a little bit under, you're not going to die. What's your goal? If you're trying to lose weight, the over the the bigger picture is your total calorie intake. Um, if you're trying to put on muscle, same thing. Total calorie intake. Protein, carbs, and fats come next. They're important, but not as important as your total calorie intake. So don't become crazy about it. It's not the end of the world if you're a little under or over one day with one of the macronutrients. The, the total calorie intake is the over, the, the more important theme here. Okay, so here's another example. I took uh, uh, someone who, let's just say 300 pounds, okay? I wanted to do a completely different example of somebody who wants to lose weight. So this person's 300 pounds and their goal weight's 225. Now in this case, I would highly recommend you not take the 300 pounds and use that. I would take your your goal weight and use the fat to, to calculate your macronutrient profile. So you take the 225 and in this case I use the use 11 as the multiplier. So that's about no better yet I, I actually scribbled it out here and and switched it because it was easier math wise. Uh, I multiplied it by 10. So 2250 calories is your total calorie intake for someone who's about 300 pounds and is trying to get down to 225. Okay? So for this person, we are, I took their lean body mass to calculate protein intake. So it's a little bit different here. The reason I decided to do this was because even at 225, you don't need 225 grams of protein. Again, you can go ahead and do that. I just personally wouldn't want to eat that much protein. That's just me. Um, so in this case, I took their lean body mass. So I, I'm assuming this person is about 30% um, fat. So like they're on, on their skeleton. So that means that their lean body mass is about 70% of their body. So I took that and multiplied it by 0.8 and it comes out, came out to about 168 grams of protein. So I rounded that up to 170. Um, I then took 170 times four and came up with 680. And that was about 30% of the total dietary intake coming from protein. So now I know that I'm eating about 170, for this person, 170 grams of protein. Um, and that is about 30% of their total dietary intake for their meal plan. 
then I decided, well, okay, we'll start with, again, 50% carbohydrates. I think it's a good starting point for most people. I really do. So you take 225, you multiply that by 0.5, and that came out to 1125. Divide that by four because carbohydrates have uh, four grams per calorie, and that's about 280 grams of carbohydrates for your total dietary intake. That's 50%. So now we have 170 grams of of protein, which is about 30% of your total uh, calorie intake. We have 280 grams of carbs for about 50% of your total calorie intake. And and the last part is fats, which is 20%. So we have the percentage easy enough, right? So you just take 2,250, you multiply that by 0.2, that comes out to about 450, divide that by nine, because remember, fat is the one outlier. It's nine grams per calorie. Do 450 divided by nine, that's 50 grams, and now we have 50 grams of fat. So for this for this gentleman or woman, whatever they are, um, trying to lose 75 pounds, going from 300 pounds to 225 pounds, coming in at about 30% body fat, we have them eating 2,250 calories a day, 170 grams of protein, which is about 30% of their diet, 280 grams of carbs, which is about 50% of their diet, and 50 grams of fat, which is about 20% of their diet. So that's how you calculate that, guys. I hope that was helpful. I don't, I when I was planning for this episode, I wasn't sure how helpful it would be for me to go over this via podcast. That's why I decided to do the blog post as well. Because this actually really is a very, and I know I made it, may have made it sound a bit more complicated, but it is a very simple way to figure out how many calories and macronutrients or how to divide your macronutrients up. Um, it's a really simple way to figure it out so that like if you don't want to hire a personal trainer or a nutritionist or a dietitian and you don't trust my fitness pal or chronometer, there you go. Now you can figure it out. You can Google calorie counting calculator and figure something out. But just take it with a grain of salt because all of these are are starting points. Your body is a master of adaptation. It will adapt to you. So if this hypothetical person who's trying to lose 75 pounds loses 50 pounds, their body will adjust. Their metabolism will adjust. And then they have to adjust accordingly, whether that be increasing intensity of their training. Not recommended, at least on my part, um, assuming that you're already training hard. What I would say is you have to adjust your calorie intake because your body is adjusting and doesn't need as much energy anymore, so you have to adjust. So, guys, I really hope you took something from this. I really hope you understand a little bit more of the basics or the fundamentals of nutrition because it really does make a difference. Understanding it really does matter. Um, and 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 trying to fi- and trying to calculate your own calories can be a bit complicated or confusing. And I really wanted to lay out something that was simple for you guys so that you could do it on your own. You don't need somebody to do this. I, th- I I truly believe this is stuff that everybody should understand how to do. But that's just my opinion. That's just my opinion. So, guys, I hope you took some from this. If you did, please leave a rate and review on iTunes. Share it with a friend. Share it with somebody who's trying to get their nutrition order, who's trying to go on a diet, and they're like, I don't know what to do. Start by understanding your calorie maintenance. This is a good starting point. All right, guys, if you took anything this, again, leave a rate and review on iTunes, share it with a friend, share it on social media, tag me uh, at Tyler Regan on Instagram. All my socials will be in the show notes below, and I will check you guys out in the next episode. Peace.
Push myself to my limits, I'm in it to win it. Forget the beginning, it's now that you're living. Don't be forgiven, don't fear what you're missing. A mind like a killer, you need to be driven. Take